Hello, hello, hello. Harko here. Harko here. Harko here. Taco here. Hello. I'm, I'm caffeinated. That's what's going on. And we're back. Shout out to my audio brethren out here listening with their ears because their eyes can't be fucked. I'm all about it. This is a little audio thing to accompany a little newsletter, my snacks. It's when I've got little bits here and there I want to share or talk about it. Can't be bothered stretching it out to a full newsletter. So over time, they accumulate until they're ready to come out. And this is one about my new band, Fodder, a new photography kind of media project called Unseen, and some of my new favorite music I've been listening to this week. Um, first of all, how are you? How are you doing? Um, I can't hear you um, because this is a recording. But if you do want to tell me or have any kind of reaction to what I'm writing or anything at all, really, um, I suppose we need to find some kind of way to chat. Uh, I'm thinking I'll open the Substack, which is the platform I write the newsletters on. Um, I might, it has like a thread function and a comments like on the email or the platform function. I'm going to open those up. So if you feel like, oh, I have to, I have to, I have to say this thing. I have to, I have to get my, I have to communicate. I have to express myself, you know, then let's make a little space for you to do that because I'd be keen. It's not fair that I just get to express myself without any considerations or conversations back and forth, really. It's just not fair. I'm not about that. So let's make it happen. All right. Now, new band, who dis? It be fodder. That's the new band. It's it's F-O-D-R, but we pronounce it fodder. Um, we'd been jamming. It's me, Kieran Ormandy on bass, and Jamie Hanna on drums. Now, they were, they were sports, S-P-A-W-T-S, spouts. And they also played bass and drums in the last version of two cartoons as well. But I've known those guys. We all went to primary school together in Waimataida. If you read my last newsletter, um, it described how Karen was in my ACDC cover band and Jamie was in a Blink-182 cover band when we were like 12, 13. So yeah, knowing those guys for ages, it's really nice to be in like a new band with old friends. Makes it really easy. Um, and we've finally got ourselves together for a new gig. And I just, it's just feeling great. It's so nice setting intentions for a, a new band, you know? Like when you're young, it all just happens very quickly and spontaneously. And then that's the mode you kind of stay in, you know? gigs start getting thrown at you, figure you got to record, like let's figure out how to do that. Everything is just kind of figured out in the moment. And it's really nice to be a little bit older and kind of know those things are coming along and deciding as a group before they happen in general how we're going to deal with them. You know, do we want to be playing every opening slot for a couple of months once we start playing shows, which is kind of often the way it happens. Um, probably not, but maybe maybe yes to some as well. We just want to play with bands we really want to play with. 
we also kind of want to play in obviously these venues we'll play in the normal venues but i'd love to just i'd love to just put on some shows some somewhere else you know put in a bit of effort with the knowledge we have and just play i don't know some interesting venues some interesting context for music i think that'd be fun as like older people maybe that's something that our privilege affords us is a responsibility in a way if we have the ability to maybe we should be the ones doing it but yeah i'd really like to do that kind of stuff um and 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 just a rejection of that whole practice overly practice but also preciousness with songs like oh this is a single that if we put a song out and people really like a, a better coast situation for two cartoons so we feel like we have to play that a lot and it's what people really want to hear because they have a big attachment to it and that's totally fair enough i'll never begrudge people for being attached to songs but i guess my perspective is if we put out a, a recorded song you can listen to it as much as you want it's yours i figure we put out a a, a, a live recording of that song as well so you can hear a different version of it and hear it live as well as much as you want and then we're kind of absolved of our responsibilities because the shows are about us that's kind of what i, I think this band should should be and what was wrong with the other bands the shows are like we've got to keep them fun keep them fresh we want to be writing as much as possible so that when we play shows the sets are as different as possible and as fresh to us and as enjoyable for us because I just figure that if you like the band, you're going to want to keep hearing the stuff that we're excited about. And if you don't, then you've still got the old stuff to listen to. It's kind of like a win-win. So yeah, it's, it's really nice to be starting a band where we can have those kinds of opinions and intentions and really start the band with that and just kick on going how it's going. So it's good. We've, we've got one last rehearsal before the next show. We've got five songs pretty much done. I'm just finishing lyrics on them now. Um, one more song to kind of tighten up. And then we've just got a, f a full first set, which most likely will turn into our first full release. Um, I'm hoping to record the the live set as well. Um, but we'll, I'm going to talk more about that in a, in a follow-up newsletter because that starts getting into like digital distribution or how bands how we how my thoughts on how bands could be interfacing with things like streaming and online music distribution and that's something I plan on writing about actually soon so we're going to leave that for that but if you if you're interested in hearing what the band is uh, so I don't don't have any recordings to share we've got some demo practice things but which I was contemplating playing and in the future might do a bit more of that kind of stuff but um I'll settle for a description now. It's kind of, it's guitar music. We're a three-piece. Um, it's kind of driving and groovy. It is a lot heavier than two cartoons. And it's more simplified and stripped back than sports was. Um, it's, it's like a heavy, playful post-rock stuff, I would say. Like... We're not. We're in the same general realm as the soft baits and the ringlets, and the big farmers um, that are operating in New Zealand right now. One of the international bands I really 
relayed us to us a band called Meat Wave. They're from Chicago. I've talked about them quite a lot on this um, podcast, on this newsletter. Um, Proto Martyr would be another kind of inspiration point. So yeah, it's. But you know, it's catchy. There's there's a, there's not there's a few catchy. I mean, I'm still doing the vocals. There's less melodies and stuff, but I like to have. You know, there's like lots of rhythmic hooks now and lots of lyrical fun I think we're going to have. So um, if that sounds like up your alley, please come along. Um, we've also got two other bands coming up from Dunedin, uh, Hoha and Crime Hospital. Two bands um, that I've really wanted to see for a long time myself as a fan. Um, and I've been messaging them saying like, you know, whenever you're thinking about coming up, let me know, blah, blah, blah. And um, both of them were coming up for Black Midi on the Sunday night, which I will also be at. If you see me at Black Midi, come say hi. Um, and so I was like, well, let's, you know, why not book you guys a show the night before so I can see you live? And and that's kind of how this whole first show came together. Sometimes you need to just pull the trigger and set a deadline, make it happen. So it's happening. Um, March 25th, which is a Saturday night underground in St. Kevin's Arcade, which is down the stairs and to the right. So it's kind of opposite wine cellar. It is all ages, um, but they have a bar they own, a, b- a bistro upstairs. So between bands, you can go get a drink if you want. Um, but if you're underage, you can also come. And they're $15 tickets, one five, fifteen $15 tickets from Under the Radar. There's a link in the newsletter. If you search Under the Radar and search FODR, FODR, you'll find it. It's going to be $20 on the door. If you want to be unorganized and pay $20 on the door, sure, we'll take more money. Go do that. But yeah, we'd love to see you there. Um, it's our first show, so it's going to be a fun a fun one, a loose one, um, a raw one, all the real music, one for the real music fans, you know. So yeah. Um, I'd also like to say a big thank you for the people who are subscribers, who listen. There are a few people um, who have chosen to pay subscribe paid subscribers (laughs) this is how i guess how you describe them it's kind of the only way i've been i've started to monetize what i'm doing and monetize is a horrible word i i for me it's about sustainability like i'm still having to work well post-holiday pretty full-time just to get my savings back but you know towards the end of the year i was doing doing a half and half week which is pretty good so like part-time coffee work and then harko was like a you know, part-time 30-hour thing, or basically the rest of the hours. Um, and if that's all, the, even if I have to work full-time for, you know, and do this, I would still do this. Um, I haven't had any funding for anything I've done with Harco um, ever. That's not necessarily the fault of anyone. It's not a... It's not a, oh, the, the funding institutions and blah, blah. It's not one of those things. It's just more, I've actually, you know, Sarah from when she was at um, New Zealand on Air was really, really helpful trying to help us. And we need, or like us, because at the time it was me and Benji um, for a certain project we were developing. But that's kind of the problem is that like there isn't really funding in New Zealand is a very prescriptive thing where it's like there's there's a a specific criteria or scheme they want um, with an idea of the kind of art or product they want produced that they're going to fund and that creates a a situation where none of my stuff really it's no one's out to fund exactly what I'm doing which means I have if I want funding I have to try and develop something or 
rejig something I'm already doing to try and fit that criteria and then do the application process, all, all the like networking, and, and no one knows who I am at those places as well. And that in itself just becomes a full-time job, which is why places like the spin-off and, and other places actually have a, they hire a full-time person to basically develop and work with funding entities, do that stuff, because it's kind of what you have to do. It's unfortunately what our public funding bureaucratic layer has become, um, which again is its own big topic and not something that I like resent. It's just more so that I would really like this to become as sustainable as possible and in a dream scenario actually be able to grow so I can do more things, um, create more things, platform more things. Like that's kind of the idea. So thank you so much for the people who, again, are here for free, enjoying what I'm doing. That is its own reward, honestly. Um, but for those people who have subscribed through the newsletter i think it's i think it's five dollars a month which is less than a large flat white um it really truly helps and it just yeah i really appreciate it so thank you so much but thank you to all you who listen and there's lots of free ways to help out as well and you don't even have to help out you can just be fucking curious and listen and take what you want um i do that with a bunch of things as well and i appreciate you too now Unseen, U-N-S-C-E-N-E, Unseen. Um, This is a new kind of visual project, conscious raising project that I've been gestating on um, for a few months. It's gone through a few different little like permutations of it, um, but it's basically all built around the idea of like how do we raise cultural consciousness or community consciousness? and a lot of that is about seeing one another and cross-pollinating. And, and what I've settled on is this idea of unseen. And basically all it is is me with my digicam um, because films become so expensive and there's this movement online of buying kind of early 2000s digital cameras that have that same kind of nostalgic and kind of, not crappy, but it is crappy. Um, but that kind of, to um to the photo um, but way more accessible because they're cheap you don't have to develop the film you just you know sd card straight onto your camera i've been taking that to gigs taking photos posting them and just trying to in this first phase catalog archive what's actually happening night by night in places like the wine cellar and whammy bar and stuff like that so last weekend was the first weekend of doing that i took photos of blunt dog um, who uh, my friend Logan from Macho Macho plays drums in gave me a heads up that they were coming and playing and they were really cool um, still very raw, very new um, but a real something there. I, a, an acoustic guitar with an electric band something I really enjoy so that was really cool um, also took some photos of Hans Puckett which you may have seen um, Whammy Bar very kindly shared those as well um yeah so that's kind of what the first phases of it is i just want to try and take some photos on cheap cameras show off what's going on and hopefully um inspire some others and put the call out there like hey these cameras cost me like one of them literally cost me ten dollars the most expensive one was forty dollars um and your only costs after that are like a uh, batteries for them if they take batteries um you can take as many photos as you want 
grab yourself one of those. Start going to gigs, and if you want to, I will unseen will post your photos, um, catalog the music. Ultimately, I'd really like to build up a web of um, contributors with their own digicams across the country. Because obviously, I'm in Auckland. I can only go to so many shows. Um, I would really love people around the country to be taking photos, sending them in, um, kind of like crowdsourcing our own little local DIY media thing. Um, I won't be rejecting photos. I'm just going to be posting them all. That's kind of the idea. Um, it's not, it, I, I want to prioritize cataloging and community building over aesthetic control, which I think a lot is a real um, critique I have of a lot of our local or DIY new media um, online stuff is that like, and and don't get me wrong, I enjoy a lot of that, a lot of it. Um, like the Yo Vocal mags, the, um, the, the, the those realms of things, but they are also very aesthetically deliberate and controlled and it's kind of more about how things are presented in a visual format um, than the things they're presenting and I just want to add that part of it into the media ecosphere um, so yeah you you take it I'll post it if it shows off a band that's great um, I'd love to love it to move into a thing where like we get enough contributors and we can start being like wow we've got all these photos coming in every week Should we started like a really cheap like DIY zine and we can um, just co collect and collate everything and then send it out to the people who are taking the photos to distribute or venues distribute. Um, I'd love to raise some money and just buy a bunch of digicams um, and distribute them to like venues around the country so that the sound guys or the even the bartenders or the owners at each of the venues who are always there for every show can they can take photos of people coming on and catalog what's, what's coming in and maybe send some words along, like kind of like a crowdsourced um, indie thing. But even if none of that happens, I'll be at gigs with my camera. You can ask me to come to gigs with, with camera, just chuck me on the door or whatever. I'll come along, take some photos, hang out. I love seeing new music. I love seeing music I haven't seen before. So yeah, um, that's unseen on just on Instagram at the moment you can check it out I've got it um in my description on my Harko Instagram um there's a couple of photos up there hopefully get a new few more photos this weekend but yeah that's unseen um the last thing I wanted to talk about um is new music you know N new bloody music which is my favorite favorite thing finding new music listening to new music I love um I listened to that Slow Tie album and loved it, of course. Um, I actually haven't... I've appreciated Slow Tie up to this point and a few singles I've really um, enjoyed as well. But this whole album was really great and it's no surprise that it was up my alley because it was produced by Dan Carey, who I talk about all the time. Um, he His label Speedy Wonderground is this like South London guitar, post-rock... Um, not post-rock, but like post-punk kind of indie thing that just produces amazing music and he's an incredible producer he did the k tempest album has done squid black midi he did the wet leg album he's in a couple of bands it's it's like it's all incredible stuff so um there's this band moorish idols who are on the speedy Wonderground label i think dan might have produced some of their stuff if not all of their stuff I, i'm not sure about this 
new track between these ears which i've got on the newsletter it's amazing and this is all by the way in my spotify playlist the best new which you can find very easily i link it everywhere i update it every week with brand new stuff um yeah more shadows i got to see them when i was in england and they were amazing i I loved their ep they put out um last year i think hangar ep that these last couple of new tracks nocturnal creatures between these ears they're amazing um i can't speak highly enough you need to go check it out i really love it um another new band actually is who i mentioned earlier in in this recording is um big farmer um not farmers and like sheep and cattle but farmers and like pharmacy um they put out a track called Terminal Patience a wee while ago, which was another big scene I'm into is the exploding in sound scene, which is like pile and it's this American kind of guitar. It's kind of songwritery guitar stuff with a lot of atmosphere, but usually like quite interesting um, arrangements and really interesting chord choices and, and all this stuff. Um, and these guys just really fit into that kind of, oeuvre for me um they put out terminal patience and then very very soon after that just put out a new song called nine with a, a music video um yeah big big fan of this stuff really excited to see them live um they're playing the night before fodder as well so hopefully i can go see them there um they're they're on the playlist we've got some other stuff on the playlist like um you know a band called the deer um, a new singer called Uma. Water from your eyes is another act. Like I gotta be honest, when I find new music and I'm I'm listening to this new music stuff, a lot of these artists I've never heard of before, and I just come across their tune and really like it, and I know barely nothing about it. But I kind of just trust that I I I, I log them away. I keep um, checking back on them, and I trust that like as I get more and more interested in them, I find out more about them. And if I don't get more and more interested in them, then they kind of just drift off, and I haven't and i you know i haven't got any wasted knowledge about people i don't enjoy anyway so honestly go check it out um for the rest of the week i've got a, i've got a big list of albums that i need to or releases that i'm gonna listen to on my walk to work walk home from work um algiers sleaford mods the comet is coming cool sounds from melbourne um the the orellis orels cmd ctrl command control i guess that yeah a whole bunch of stuff that so like if I find a song that I enjoy, even if it's not something that I love and goes onto the playlist, I'll immediately go and see like oh have they put out like a, a bigger project as this part of an album? What's their latest album? And I'll save that and um, try and listen to the whole thing in a bit more context and see if that actually makes me enjoy it a bit more. Or I find another song of theirs that I enjoy heaps. Um, so that's where that list kind of comes from. Um, so yeah, go check out if you're looking for new music. Um, go check out that playlist. Uh, I've also got a huge, so like every year, basically in a nutshell, the process is like a song goes on to the best new. Like I said, it, up, it gets updated weekly. Um, and so each week I clear it out. Those songs get deleted off that playlist and moved on to like the year playlist version. So each week it grows from the previous weeks. Um, I keep it private until the end of the year and then I, I I don't even look at it either and then I go and it's basically a collection of my my own picked for myself favorite songs of the whole year. I've been doing that since 2016 so I've actually got on my Spotify playlist 
public playlists, I guess, if you just search through my profile. Um, I've got every year since 2016 of my favorite songs, um, and I've even got one called The Best Ever, um, which is just all of them combined into one playlist. So if if you really are like, I want some new music and just want to press shuffle on something that's like tens of hours long, um, actually, let's check how how much it's at now. Yeah, it's at 66 hours and 24 minutes long, the best ever. Full collection of my favorite singles from 2016 to 2022. <laughs> so yeah, um, you can go listen to that. That's got some great stuff on it. Um, and uh, yeah, if not, they've got separate years. And if you just want to check in what's going on, we've got the best new for this week. So go check that out. Um, so what's coming up next? Just to close it out. Uh, things I'll probably speak more about in the future, but just wanted to give you a little heads up. Um, I have been commissioned for an article in a physically published magazine, which um, I had heard of, but haven't, don't read, which is actually nice, sir, to write for. I would have been far more nervous writing for something that I was like really attached to which to be fair isn't much. So, um, but yeah, I was given a very spe specific kind of um, general brief on what the kind of stuff they wanted to and I wrote something that I've been trying to write and I've written versions of a few times before. So um, they gave me 1,500 words. I think it's been print accepted and, and it's being printed. Um, touch wood. We'll see. That's why I don't really want to like go too hard on announcing what it is if it doesn't pan out. But um, if it does and when it does come out, I'll kind of i'll write another newsletter and do some talking to give it more context because 1500 words is like enough to get um i chose to get some points across and sacrificed a little bit of like um backing up my claims or like over the top context so that people don't you know the stuff you do when you're really worried that people are gonna like jump to conclusions or like get angry about it which hopefully they don't i but i, I always <laughs> be honest and you can choose to believe me or not but everything i write and say i i am in, entirely baffled when anyone has any bad reaction or any reaction to it at all so maybe that's actually just a fault with me <laughs> that i don't understand um yeah i guess i just have a different view on that stuff so we'll see we'll see what the reaction is um I'm also going to uh, write about the Spotify Stream On event, uh, which I watched parts of and the Jonas Brothers were at, which was to just announce that they were going on tour. <laughs> it was weird because um, it was bizarre. It was really bizarre. And there's some stuff in there that people are talking a lot about um, and it'll have a good little spot for me to chat about what I'm going to do with fodder and what I think is a great idea for... Um, bands or musicians to interact with the digital commerce recorded music space uh, moving forward because I think that there is a lot of um, there is a lot of uh, uh, I don't know opportunity and avenues to like do things a little bit different um, or a little bit I don't know on your own terms so yeah I'm going to talk about that as well and finally I have recorded my first episode um, of a 
of a radio show for Mouthful Radio, which is an online radio station. If you don't know them, they're awesome. They've just ditched the terrestrial thing, gone online through a website. You listen to it live and can chat live, but they also archive shows. Um, it's predominantly electronic, electronic adjacent music and DJs. Um, Martin Pepperell's been on there doing some stuff. Um, a lot of uh, Wellington-based DJs um, and artists as well. I don't mean they just DJ, but um, yeah, I mean DJs is in like no talking, um, more like mixes is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I've kind of come on there. Um, we've been chatting about doing something there for a while and I've just kind of pressed go. It'll probably evolve from here, but I've just kind of come on there and done like more traditional radio show where there's a bit of me talking in between songs or introducing songs and, you know, cause I just get so excited and passionate about some of the music I'm playing and it's got, it's, it's a new music show without genre definitions just based on my taste so there's a lot of guitar stuff in that first show more scheidels in there orica spacek which the episode is like um titled by and started and ended with um but there is a lot of electronic stuff in there too um if you know me you know i've quite i have a a specific kind of thing i like but that thing tends to go across a lot of genres so um, it's t- going to be two hours long. It's going to be fortnightly. You're going to be able to listen to it on Mouthful Radio. It'll be archived um, on Mixcloud, and it's called the show is called Mount Noise, which is a repurposing of my old um, kind of Discord community uh, into a new show. And we'll see how it kind of grows from there. I have, I have plans to maybe put on shows through that name, um, potentially release stuff, maybe do another two days. Um, compilation through that name as well but we'll see we'll see how it goes i'm just enjoying doing instead of planning at the moment um and yeah that's what i've been up to guys that's what i've been up to that's what i'm doing that's what i'm planning on um fodder gig coming up new music with the three-piece band coming out soon hopefully um unseen archive kicking off on instagram buy a digicam join in and just listen to a whole bunch of music chatting away um, I do plan to get interviews going back up again um, to chuck on the podcast, chuck through the newsletter. Uh, thanks for all the um, reaction to the last newsletter and the audio thing. I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed doing it. I'm enjoying doing this one. It's nice. It's it's just nice. Some people don't want to fucking read. Some people just want to listen, and I totally get that. And some people want to do both because, obviously, if you listen to this and then read the thing, this has a lot more context and depth to it, but um, and some people want both. So thank you for listening. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for giving a shit. Um, thank you for... Uh, music thanks you. Musicians thank you because you obviously care about music. Um, it's an important time for musicians to have people like you caring about music. So thank you. From them to, them to you, I'm speaking in my kind of omnipotent and omniscient position as uh, New Zealand's Anthony Fantano, which was said to me um, <laughs> by my friend, by Logan, actually, uh, which, um, you know, I'll take it. Whatever you, I, I, I'm not precious about how you think about me. If that's how you want to think, you can think that. Um, shout outs to you. So yeah, hope you have a good rest of your day. Um, I'll see you in the next one. Uh, Stay hydrated and be cool.